right, everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Bilal Zavar. Hello, Bilal. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Very good. It's very hot here. In Where London, are you? Which I know. London. Oh, uh, yeah, it's beginning yeah. to like... 30, yeah, it's 32 to, there. It's supposed to... Yeah, it gets really hot there in the summer always, right? This isn't always... It's it always does, been that it? way. Yeah. It's horrible. And I live in a new build flat or apartment, and it's... Uh, the heat rises, and it's disgusting. Uh, and the AC have, situation yeah. there is just non-existent. It doesn't exist, yeah, really. Yeah, that's no, like in some shops and stuff, but, um, yeah, right. but you wouldn't really have one in your house. The technology you're dealing with in England is still... Should we open the window? I was there, uh, I was in, uh, two years ago, Scotland. Oh, yeah. And there was a terrible heat wave, and, and the hotel mm-hmm. did not have air conditioning. And as yeah, they're just not. it's just like, what? This is medieval shit. Like, let's, no, like, we I are, couldn't sleep America's that night. wholly underprepared for everything coming its way. We have turned most places into meat lockers. That's the one thing we've yeah. done that's like, yeah. we've Everywhere. kind of done that mm. okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Bilal, but it's you such a sh- sorry. Oh no, go I, on. I was going to r- talk more about that. It's not that interesting. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, listen, if it's negative, I'm into it. Um, so, uh, Bilal, your social media is mm-hmm. you're just at your name. Well, uh, do, should I uh, spell it? Is that no? No, it's, spell it's, my it's, name. It's, no, it's Zafar Cakes. Z a f a r Cakes. On, okay, on, uh, Zafar yeah. Cakes because you make great cakes. On, he makes. Mm. He ha- he owns a. Uh, he, he he runs a or owns it, I believe, a, a, a mm. cake shop in Bristol. Uh, oh, in Marseille, Bristol, yeah. But they only they only sell the cakes to Muslims. I believe you're still doing that, correct? That that's right. Yeah, yeah. I have a whole stand up show about that. People thought that that was a real thing. And got <gasps> very angry. What a uh, what a horrible yeah. what a great premise. And then you're like, ah, business wise, oopsie daisy. <laughs> exactly, yeah, only, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> only Muslims coming and being like, I got you, man. Keep it strong. You're like, <laughs> yeah. well, okay. Um, well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, as you know, this podcast, uh, we go through a random... You heard the intro. Uh, I always like mm-hmm. to guess the year that um, we're going to oh, go Oh, let me give through. you a headline. Let me give you a headline. Okay. Oh. Uh, we'll, move mil- we'll move million out of the city. See, oh. I think you think those help. To me, I go, that doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> what, what context do you think I have? Um, that could be yesterday. Yeah, truly. <laughs> um, okay, well, based on that super clue, uh, I'll guess that we're... I like to guess based on the guest, and I think that... I think I just feel like he's going to want to do an 1800s for you. I feel oh. like it's going to be 1831 is my guess. Bilal, what, what would you okay. guess? uh 1782 i think that's a great guess. wow wow well i what i like to uh what i like what i'd like i like to bring into this was the fact that uh Bilal likes to pretend that he is a a, a full american online <laughs> yes yeah, a fun. patriotic cowboy mm. hat wearing american and so mm. i i went to the middle of america to lincoln nebraska and uh, I chose February seventh, nineteen thirty-four, because that seems like Ooh. a very patriotic oh, time. Both way off. Okay, nineteen thirty-four. Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> things were things good were times. good. Yeah, good times. 
We'll move million out of city. Government has subsistence plan nearly ready. A million idle Americans right there were wow. loving it. Uh, and their families whose economic futures look so dark that they may never again be able to earn a living will soon be transplanted. I love that they're just like, well, these guys are. I'm envious. Fun. I'm like, envious of a paper that is just like, look, it's real bad. Instead of like, what people need is to enjoy three jobs. <laughs> I just love that. I just love that. Like, these guys are never going to work. Never going to work again. Country fucked. More below. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will soon be transplanted by the federal government sub to subsidized farms and communities, Harry L. Hopkins, federal relief director, revealed. Well, that's, uh, that so. never happened, uh, just so everybody paying attention knows oh. that that did not happen. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, the they, governor they, would they... bust them and call them migrants, and then people would be like, oh. Mm. They did, they did well, move some people. Like, they... There was a guy in FDR's administration who like tried to set up like satellite. His plan was to set up satellite suburbs and then bulldoze the cities, uh, parts of the, the slums in the cities, and just put parks there. Um, but that I, never worked. Now, out. how do we feel about that plan? Because I, if I hear that pitched, I go, I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I like parks. I like uh, parks, I think... and I like bulldozing like the the places where you like people need to get in these buildings. It's a little, so they're just uh, being forced. Yeah, I think they're. I yeah, I think they're uh, gun forced, which is the which is the. Oh. Hey, you! Come on, get inside. You're going for a better living. Move, move, <laughs> you. I mean, I think the. I think Pete, this is just someone who doesn't understand what you get from city living, and he's like, "You'll be better out there next to the Office Depot." And uh, well, it's also like it's so amazing how we. This country is just so pompous about the freedom of everything. And then it's like, you, come on, you're going to a farm. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to die. It's like what you do like when a dog's eating like shit. You're like, no, don't eat that, you dumbass. Get away from there. You're going over here. Do you do that to dogs? I allow the dogs shit? to eat feces. I allow the dogs to eat feces. Do you guys have dogs in England? No. We've got a few. We've got about three. Yeah, there's the English Terrier. Yeah. There's the... They Gumbles. all died. Yeah, they all, <laughs> yeah, they, they all died. They're gone. The heat got them. Yeah. That was the wrong one to bring up. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> the, heat they, 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 the heat, it was so bad that they ended up moving the dogs to a different country. Yeah. Iceland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you have... Um, when when uh, one of your pets uh, dies when you were growing up, did your parents say that it was moving to a farm? Is that a thing I, you have over there? That that is a uh, that is well, a trope I, for sure. Um, yeah, it is. I mine didn't. Mine were very maybe too upfront. But I but I, I I do like that. That is basically what the government was doing for the citizens of the country. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Dad? He's got a better life up at the farm, <laughs> and it's real. When my why did you get that uh, one? Yeah, I had it with a rabbit. A oh, rabbit. Wow. Wow. And they yeah. were just like, the, well, he had to go. What did they? But they say he, he had to go to the well. farm. Oh, yeah, he's unwell. a bit unwell, and he's he's going to live on a farm. And I believed it for years. Yeah, my parents yeah, with guess. me did a did, said a cat was moving to San Francisco because it was a tech <laughs> wizard. I with my son when his uh, when his first it was a cat when its cat first died. I just I went outside and covered myself in blood and came in and said, you know, I just had to happen. 
One of us had to go! <laughs> Choices had to be made! Soviet balloonists die after making record. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to ask Gareth, where, where does he think this story's going? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I'm, I would just... I would trace it back to maybe the space race, but of balloons. And, you know, with you put the heart of Rocky Four into it, the uh, Ruskies, even though they weren't just fully Ruskies, then were like, we will show them that we can go higher than America. And they yeah. broke some sort of barrier, but they had to lay it on the line. You know, very like the space race, but with balloons. Yeah, they had they, they put it all out there. Like they were like, should we go as far as dangerous? And they're like, we got to go farther. Yeah. And, they did. and America and they employed had a, had a department where there was a person called the balloonatic. And he was like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was a time when there was tons of balloon racing and all that. Like that was a thing. Heights right. and how distances and um, <laughs> cool. So this so is from cool. uh, this is from Moscow. Uh, three daring Soviet balloonists who ascended higher into the upper atmosphere than yeah. man had ever risen before were this found is like dead Red Bull. at the yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> were found dead at the end of their adventure. Where where were they found? I, that, it doesn't say there's no so that it just there's just it's just the gondola so then, of their okay i feel like some soviet official found them and he's like they went higher than anyone's ever gone yeah, through this and someone's like right. how do you know that and he's like they went higher than anyone has <laughs> ever gone through this. okay yeah i think that that's exactly how did they die the of gunshots in the sky there'll be no more questions <laughs> Kick dirt over this. They broke record. Announce it to the world. The gondola of their stratosphere balloon had become detached. They were, they had reported uh, by radio that's important. that they reached a height of 12.79 miles. Hey, by the way, we're going down very quickly, but we reached 12 miles. I promise. Oh, no. What the best thing is they're like, yes, we reached 12 Point seven nine miles. Do you guys actually report stuff in miles? Oh, um. we, uh, there'll be no more questions. We're going to die now. So what is it? It's like a it's like a hot air balloon. Yeah, it's like a yeah. yeah I, I really but like. I think they had. <laughs> yes, not, right? not, yeah. not I mean, it depends what you're going for. If you're going for record breaking, <laughs> it's a great one. If you're going for survival, mm. yeah, it's not the best. Well, I guess they don't. Normal hot air balloons don't go for height, right? They I don't think. Yeah, they that don't just go as like... high up as they can. That would be an amazing. <laughs> I could see that being sold on Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it the seems. Vegas uh, it seems like uh, they the, they they had like they they were t they were like races and guys trying to break like you know how far I can go in a balloon and all this shit. Um, hmm. So maybe they had them designed better for like going up yeah. i don't know it just all seems so dumb like what i mean it like all other sort of speed races and height like i'm like oh that's interesting like you're trying to get you know, up on a rocket or whatever or a, or a plane but a balloon and just like man i'm not really feeling it's it. really slow as well yeah It'll take ages it just shows you the yeah. time i mean the time was so fucking boring <laughs> yeah it really then, was. It was just like this. This. If you heard about this in this time, you were like, "This is the. This is the story of the yeah. year." Wow. <laughs> um, and then their gondola became detached, which just means the basket fell off. Mm. Right. 
So that clearly yes. wasn't made well because that is, yeah. that should be the last thing that happens is that like that should be tied on. Yeah, that's tight. a big component of this. Mm. Should yeah. they not have had parachutes? Sure. What's yeah. Another, what was the plan? Yeah, they clearly should have had parachutes. <laughs> well, they. I bet you it was like a weight problem. I bet you they were like, you know, yes, but then we won't be able to break record, you know. But yeah, that that descent, that parachuteless descent. I mean, oh, twelve miles. I mean, yeah. you're real falling bad. for twelve miles. I would, I would instruct someone in there with me to beat me to death before the ground. I'd be like, beat, strangle me. Use your last moments to take mine. Oh my god! And this is so weird because if I'm in there, <laughs> I'm, I'm wanting to beat someone to death for the. I want to feel it. You know what I mean? You it's, know what uh, it's now. You know what it's now reminding me of is the uh, Titanic submarine. <laughs> <laughs> How far we've come with our stupidity. Uh, taps for famous U.S. cavalry horse. Sure. Taps. Taps that's for cavalry the, uh, It's our song. That's the, you, the song. Our... Do, you, do you guys play that over there when someone, or is it just an American thing? When, when a soldier dies, That's you an play American taps? thing. With, with like a trumpet. Yeah, yeah. we do like... Burr, burr, burr. Or, or sometimes a saxophone. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. Or electric guitar. <laughs> Seventh Cavalry Buglers blew taps over the grave of United States Army's famous horse, Gary mm. Owen. Wow. The horse has... <laughs> the horse has the last... a full name. All right, Dave, Dave. Go ahead. What Your problem is the horse has <laughs> a birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get him confused with some of the other horses. Well, this one's Gary Owen. By the way, he's a doctor. <laughs> the steed was lowered into a grave on the edge of the Seventh Cavalry Polo Field at Fort Bliss. The 15-year-old jumper was shot after he was kicked by another horse in a corral, and his leg was broken. Oh. Well, he got into a fight, didn't he? Hmm. I, is it time to start just killing people in our society who break a leg? Yeah. Just a pitch. Um, also, why don't we get the name of the murder horse? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Jeff Tompkins. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's a murderer, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I guess the he should be remembered. Murderer. Randy Bugler being taken to horse jail. That's the whole story. The, the, really, That's it. The, 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 these stories back then, they're just very limited in what they give I you. I feel like if would that I... happened to a horse, it would be more in stable condition. See you later, guys. We don't know why, why it was a hero, just that it... Yeah. Uh, that's actually a good question. We could actually look that up. Uh, Gary Owen Horse. Yeah, well, you that's could probably... There's a lot... That's a very common name for horses, so you'll probably see a lot of <laughs> yeah. A horse who won uh, the Gary Owen. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a whole story about him here. Wow, I guess he was famous. Oh, really famous. famous uh, a real champion of champions. He was a jumper internationally known to horse lovers. He was the biggest attraction of all in the big horse shows. In 1928, he won 28 jumping and hunting events. Well, oh. I, I thought he'd be like a war hero. The... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was he... expecting. He yeah. was buried with military honors, but why? Oh. I just liked him. Oh, yeah. he was he was Gary Owen namesake 
namesake of the famous horse of Civil War days. Oh, but I'm after sorry. Whom the song was named, so there's a yes, song Gary Owen. So what if I call myself Norman Schwarzkopf and then I You're die? I don't. No, hey, I want to thank I'm you not. for the service to our country. You're very welcome. We really spend a lot of freedom out there. It's awesome how it worked. So they just kept naming a horse Gary Owen because the real Gary Owen died, and Super then this one was really popular but he was a member of the seventh cavalry okay wow uh they did have a lot of spare time on their hands didn't they? yeah yeah this is a lot of a lot of stuff that nobody cares about i gotta be really you honest. imagine having like a soldier in your family who wasn't eligible for like taps or like a military burial <laughs> and then you're like wait what that horse who did nothing what <laughs> yeah like, it got kicked putting yeah putting the flag to... over the horse coffin <laughs> do you have to be good enough to get the tap song Okay. Is I don't just think, no, I don't, I, no, no, I don't, I, God, I mean, wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think so. I think you're allotted mm -hmm. that if you have military service. Yeah. Actually, I am actually, show, right? yeah, I want it played at my funeral because I think you're just allowed to do that if you want. If you pay a trumpet person, you can, mm -hmm. I want taps. But with what instrument? Uh, may I suggest my asshole? No, you may not. That is the suggestion. The request of suggestion is denied. Did you ever see the video of the Irish guy who uh, like uh, a couple years ago yes. got buried and had the recording of his voice in the cast? Help it's me. Really, oh, I'm stuck. It's really one of the best. The open. Open <laughs> up. Oh, I'm doing everyone just here. starts. Everyone just starts laughing. And well, then there's the right. woman who recently was 76 and buried alive and she was like in the coffin for like ages and they were like holy shit kathleen and she was alive but she died oh. again oh. <laughs> she just died she died three days later <laughs> that, that, that 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 coroner like now she's ready <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dogs are going crazy are you at the pound uh, someone must be at the door i do have 17 dogs okay he he's 84 but wants to stay in congress okay so it's just so we know this shit 84. this shit never wow. stopped it never it's always men cc dixon of clinton missouri one of the oldest members of congress has filed as a candidate for re-election he is 84 oh, God. um so looking him up he oh. uh he did not win he did uh. He didn't win, but he did file. So the difference in this story, the difference is between now and today is that the, the voters are dumber now. Yes, the voters now are like, come on, she's done so much mm. for us. She could barely breathe. That's ageism. It's, it's different then, right? The 84-year-old is probably the oldest man in the world. Yeah, eight, 1934, <laughs> yes, right. 84 is like Older, today's much yeah, incredible. 104. I mean, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is just a blurb. Sometimes there's just a little blurb, and this, this just says... Paper, this paper so far is moving very quickly. <laughs> yeah, the stories are short, but we're it's still on the first clip, page. Clip. This is all wow. on the front page. Um, we continue to live for no other reason than to see what is going to happen next. Who's... Who, is I this Nietzsche? I <laughs> Who's... Just, just a guy throwing his depression in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. someone's like, "Are we really printing that?" 
Uh, tomorrow it's just going to be, what's the point? Is Did Dan okay? <laughs> then, yeah, then the next day it's just like, Diane left. <laughs> Took the kid. It hasn't been the same since Gary Owen. <laughs> uh, this is right below it. When a wife goes hunting with her husband, she clearly is showing a lot of confidence in him. Or has got to the place where she doesn't care what happens to her. I'm sorry. The insinuation here is that if you take your wife hunting, it's to kill her? Well, yeah. If you have a gun and you're out in the woods, I mean, you're married. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, that's that's just like putting wives on notice of like, do not criticize how he hunts. You should have hit it. Yeah, I should have. Well, what if I hit this, huh? Goodbye, Lucy. I mean, it could... It goes for Cheney for sure. Yeah, yeah. What that a, was what a crazy! Though. But this is when you could just put stuff in the paper like this and just be like, "Look, we all want to kill him, right?" Yeah, that is that feels like that's this writer's like problem. He's like, "Look, she's if she goes out hunting with you, knowing how big of a drag she is, she really must love and trust you." This is definitely a time before everyone was going to therapy, and this is kind of how he's working stuff out. Or if you hmm. wanted to get rid of your wife, you're like, what do you say we go hunting Sunday? I mean. I thought it meant that the hunting was so dangerous that the animal would kill you and your wife. But it, Holy shit, but it that's means, a whole different angle. You might, yeah, that's, that's how I heard it, but you thought it, the husband just kills his wife. Well, okay, so, <laughs> look, maybe, maybe you're pointing out some deficiencies in David and I, which is not wrong, that Dave and I right away are like, I mean, oh, here we go, more wife killing. <laughs> no, I think you. I mean, you could very well be right. Yeah. Yeah, you very well could be. Yeah, yeah, it could go either way. I think uh, we just have to. I, I like to op- think that it's he's just more, the way to you're kill more optimistic, your wife. Bilal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I would like to think it's about killing your wife, but some I someone's mean, I, if more it's, optimistic. If it's the America that I've grown to love, it's just a way to <laughs> off the wife. <laughs> uh, what is believed to be? This is just a. Uh, a, under a caption under a picture, um, and the picture is two guys sitting in a car, one in the front and one in the back. It's like a okay. side shot. Sure. What is believed to be the first two-way police radio communication system under official test in Piedmont, California, by the police department under special permission of the Federal Radio Commission. The new system permits officers in patrol cars to, in parentheses talk back to the central station or to communicate with each other. The set is so compact it may be operated from a motorcycle. Thank this God is... we got that tech. Six, sorry. <laughs> awesome. really uh, that actually ended up working out pretty good. Mm. Must have yeah. been hard before, right? Would they, what, would yeah, the radio they... sort of would they, there be too th- many police turning up to one place? Uh, they no, from far fewer. <laughs> uh, just be like, I think yeah. that before this, they would have to drive to like a a little phone thing and get out and talk. It would be like on a street corner. Oh, and they have to drive to really? it, and get out of the car, and then oh, oh okay. Now, but now this is they get to stay in the car. You have to pick up the cop hmm. phone. Hey, anything yeah. going on? No, nothing. Or like, hey, anything going on? Yeah, there's a crazy shooting. We need you downtown. Like, oh, I'm glad I grabbed this. And I assume that they had uh, a key for that because when they 
probably tried it without a key at first. It was probably just... Hello? <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> is this? <laughs> yeah, this is, um, this is Officer Beer. Uh, look at the party. Uh, uh, all right, we're moving on to page two. Okay. New York's general immunity to noise is well il- illustrated by the subway. He hates noise. General immunity. Okay. okay, so the subway's loud. So it's a guy who went to New York and he didn't like how loud it was. Yeah, he just walked around. He's like, "Gosh, this is so loud." Are you yeah. guys hearing I mean, he's, that? He's from Lincoln, Nebraska, so he's just like, "How many bells are gonna go off?" Don't you hate when people come to the city and do stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah, they just start just whining. Kidding. How do you like, live? Yeah, it's a different here. place. Yeah, how, what, do, you how do, do you put this? up with this? Although, oh. um, my favorite story is I was in New York and uh, I was wa- Jake Johansson was in town, so we were walk- he- we were hanging out and we were walking down the street. And he goes, "I don't know how you live here. It's just it's just so intense." And I go, "It's fine." And right when I say that, a guy comes around the corner, and he has his jacket over his head, and he is just flipping off both both hands up, just kind of spinning in a circle as he walks, just flipping everybody off, going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I was that's like, the right, mayor. Well, there's, some, that's, yeah. <laughs> there's some people that, yeah, uh, make your point. I see. I, if, you, if this is an article about the piss smell, okay. The piss mm-hmm. smell I agree with. That, J, J, that's another Jake Johansson thing. He said uh, going to New York is like you could just put piss on your stove and boil it in your house and you get the same feel. <laughs> just double the price. When uh, I, I they, first, I, I bet the guy doesn't have great public transport where he's from, right? No, yeah. No, this guy, no, absolutely. It's just a horse. Exactly. This, oh, so no, don't it's a car. criticize it. You know? Yeah, he, okay. yeah. He's don't doing criticize that London. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's who? True. You're. It's a subway. It's an amazing, amazing transportation device. But like, it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud. You get to get where you're going in five minutes. I at what cost? At what? It's so loud. When I first took an underground ride, my sensations were that I was in a boiler shop gone mad. It's so hot. Isn't it hot and loud? It's, it's so hot steamy. and loud. It's hot, loud, and steamy. After a while, the infernal din seemed to die away. Apparently, that was the case with everybody since there was no great complaint. So everybody wasn't sitting on the train going, oh, my God. Are you okay? Are we dying? I think we've died. Is this hell? Where are we? Should I be nervous? But, uh, Listen to those noises. My ears. <laughs> oh. And this is why tourists get killed. Yeah. <laughs> by and by, the Interborough Rapid Transit Company, of its own accord, discovered that it could make the turnstiles quit their banging by the judicious use of rubber. For some time after that, the subway seemed strange because the usual rush hour salvos were missing. Where, where is this guy falling on this? He's like, but it does yeah. make you miss the turnstile sound since the rubber infusion. It's never good enough, is it? It's ne- yeah, this guy's never going to be pleased. It's, it's too loud. Not. Oh, the turnstiles don't make noise? Oh, gosh, this city's gone in the wrong direction every which way. Yeah, he just goes on about how uh, they're fixing the noise. The noise. It's so loud. So is, he may- is his point maybe that you're- they're going to miss the sounds? 
I, I can't really, I don't know what. So then he goes, along came the 8th Avenue subway. Noise proofing was taken into consideration in the laying of the tracks and construction of the cars. When that line went into operation, subway riders found to their surprise that they could converse while the train was speeding along. Late, oh, what a the nightmare. Edinburgh... Give me a loud train every day <laughs> over small talk with someone I don't know. <laughs> You're not thinking about the real-world consequence of that. Lately, the Interborough Company got busy and put three noiseless trains in operation as an experiment. If the public reacts favorably enough, all trains will be equipped. That's with a, a really nice devices. umbrella. Where did you get it? I'd be like, oh, fuck me. That's beautiful. Why would the public, why would they not react favorably? Acquire a train. I don't know. Like that maybe he thinks sense, that they, they he maybe thinks they enjoy the noisiness. Well, well clearly this guy is crazy. <laughs> He's got no concept of anything. Like... This is why this is why you can't send a hayseed to the big city. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what didn't take is the noiseless train because if you go to the subway now you're like Jesus Christ oh God ah. I should I should say that this is like in a column of different little blurbs under the head headline, my neighbor says. But it just sounds like a guy, the guy says it. It doesn't sound like a neighbor. Mm. Says it. it sounds like this guy says so it. Every, it's, the more I hear, the more that I'm not, I have questions. So there's more uh, off, the, off the trains. Just space now for an incident that struck me as funny. One of the best-known mystics in the Who country. Who is just going... I have a little more real estate in this article, so let's, let's have a little bit of fun, shall we? Since I've got a little bit more... So how is this... The articles are just like, here's... The, you can, whatever you can fit in here is fine. Yeah. I love when That's I read the article, they're it. like, I'm not done yet! Oh, you're yes. not. Oh. As I see that I have two paragraphs left to write, let me tell you a story about a foot infection. One of the best-known mystics in the country, an Egyptian, appeared at a little gathering on Central Park West. What is going on? <laughs> okay. Along about three in the morning, the mystic, clad in full white regalia, stepped into a motor car to be driven to his hotel. No more than had the car door closed than a policeman rushed across the street. Say, where's that fellow going in his nightshirt? He demanded. What? I mean. Hey, pick I up the see... phone. We got nightshirts. We got nightshirts all over the place. Move, move. Yeah. What? I mean, I can, I can see this being made up, but I can also 100% see it happening with, with a cop. I, that's I mean, he's, for sure. Yeah. He sees, he, he going sees a, in his he sees nightshirt. A, a, he sees a non-white guy in different clothes than everybody else is wearing, and he's like, hold the fuck on! <laughs> what are you pulling me over for? Uh, nightshirt. Yeah, you got a shirt that I think would be better at night on during the... It is the night. All right. Day shirt at night. Illegal. I don't like your shoes. Uh, come with me. Is that the end of his funny no. story? No. It okay. took a lot of explaining to convince him that the Egyptian was neither on his way to a hospital nor crazy. Okay. What? Who, who cares? Like, if he's going to a hospital, what are you just, fucking doing? This is profiling. Yeah. This, is 100%. Clearly, yeah. this is like the definition of profiling. Holy hey, shit. Hey, what was that Egyptian up to? I think he was going somewhere. <laughs> Bullshit. What are you arrested for? Not being like us. Yeah, 
so good. Night shirts. But a mystic is also like, what is that? What is that? Are we talking about like an Egyptian? A... <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what he means. It's yeah, just the white guy being means. like, ooh, a, an Egyptian in a white shirt. He must be some <laughs> sort of witch doctor. <laughs> Uh, this is under the headline, Too Tidy. So that was so, the funny story. That was it. That was, that was it. That's all you get. He closed on it as well, like, and you won't believe this. <laughs> closer. <laughs> closer. Yeah. All right, uh, I gotta, I gotta stop writing in a minute, but I'll leave you, uh, I'll leave you a little more before I get out of here. Um, so, I was in the city. <laughs> all right, you guys are gonna love your next article. Your next article you see in a bunch of papers. This guy's unbelievable. That guy's whole bit is I can't handle being in a city. People at different trains are loud. Uh, you got Egyptian wizards? <laughs> uh, some women demand that all magazines and papers be carefully kept in the receptacle provided. This should be a breakable rule. This paper what? is absolutely is insane. <laughs> this guy talks to his wife through this paper. Yes, He's talking yes. to his wife constantly. You know, some women are bitching about putting the magazines in the holder, but I think she needs to go hunting. <laughs> this should be a breakable rule. People like to have papers to hand, but naturally forget to replace them. And a few magazines here and there give a lived-in look to a room. This, He's just this... speaking for himself, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, this, can't this speak guy for everyone. This sloppy he, man is like, I think it's nice to have magazines scattered yeah. about the place. Like, you're some bachelor who's whacking <laughs> off to porn. Yeah, we shouldn't wash dishes either. Just leave everything out. A lot, of women, a lot of women don't enjoy when you hang Polaroids on the wall with mustard. But they'd be a little <laughs> off, if I tell you. A lot of women don't enjoy the art of anal sex, but this is why it's okay. Um, it does both. A sweet young thing wants to know if they put mortar between bricks to hold them apart or keep them together. This guy, this is, this is now he's like, let's, let's go a little construction philosophy. But who... He so he's I think he's making fun. If he says a sweet young thing, he's talking about a lady, right? Sure. So he's saying she's so dumb that she doesn't know if mortar is used to hold bricks together or take them apart. Oh okay. He's having a laugh at the ladies. Mm. Right. Very yes. cool. Yeah. He's in there he's in the uh aren't aren't they dumb portion of his mm. uh, Well yeah, ranking. because they're like, put your magazines away, you sloppy piglet. <laughs> <laughs> Their brains are so <laughs> tiny and off. It, it, they want you to put your magazines in the receptacle, but it's really, at the end of the day, they think that mortar is a brick separator. You're going to love your next article. He's unbelievable. This guy, he's in papers all over the city. He tours in a bunch of na international papers. Uh, so this is... Uh... This section is, just says Greenwood. So I guess this happened in Greenwood, a nearby town. Sure, sure. Fred Nushin met with a very painful accident one day last week while splitting oh. wood. His wedge broke and a part of it going into his limb. Ooh. So the, okay. So. Oh, the, so the, oh yeah, I, I, the wedge that, thing is, 
Yeah, yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah. the axe head. It, came you, off. The thing you put on it, and then you hit the axe with it, and then it goes mm-hmm. into the wood. Oh right. Okay. Right. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 A doc. A doctor was called, and while the piece of wedge has n- was not removed as yet, he is getting along nicely at this time. No. Is is he? <laughs> no, yeah. it's absolutely not. <laughs> what can, may we ask? What may we ask? What the doctor's process is looking like? Yeah, I'm done. Well, looks like either he's going to live like that, or we'll just wait a couple weeks to take that out of him. Let it set nicely. Doc, are you gonna get? Are you gonna take this piece of wood out of my leg? It's a big piece Absolute, of wood. It's in my leg. Absolutely not. That's not how this works. Nope. We're gonna figure out a different procedure for you. What? Uh, in indeterminate at this moment. But, uh, but the last thing we want to do right now is take the wood out of your limb. Do you understand? It, it's terribly. Terribly painful. I'm That'll in, fade. That'll fade. I'm You'll bleeding. go around it. Uh-huh. I don't... I'm 55. I don't want to... I'm not growing. Oh, you lived I'm a done. great life, but... You, no, listen, it, what? this is... Well, okay, let, let's, let's do... Let's, let's have fun, okay? Let's, let's war game that out a little bit. What? I take the wood out, and then what happens? Well, then I heal, and I live again, and I can walk, and... I can't walk right now. There's a piece of wood in my leg. All right. Well, well, uh... Was that your fucking game theory? Yeah. No, you make a really good point, but I'm just not going to do it. So, um, I'm going to get out of here. Are you I, a doctor? Uh, I am a doctor. I am a doctor. I Who's am a this doctor. guy with you? This is my best friend, Alan. He's awesome. Who's Alan do? Alan is, Alan is really my... He's my, he's my most supportive friend. And, um... Right, getting along nicely on the clipboard. Yeah, yeah. That's so what? Move on. Yeah, so we're gonna get out move of here. on. We we're gonna go. We're actually going to an oyster eating competition. So we got to get moving. I, I'm but uh, I'm wo- terribly wounded. Jesus Christ! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Times I have to tell you, we're not taking it out. This is not happening, guy. Now shut up. But the wood went through your mouth. <laughs> Let me guess. You want me to put my magazines in a specific area. Well, guess what, Shelly? No. My name's Fred. Oh, God. <laughs> bring, in the, bring in the mystic Egyptian. See what he can do. <laughs> um, so it looks like there's been a lot of wood problems because the next headline is man hurt while blasting logs. Man, I'll tell that's that's oh. diarrhea. <laughs> Sam Vuller, fifty-one, crab orchard. It must <laughs> be where he's from. Just, I know it must yeah. be, but who names a town like a, crab orchard? It's a hellish existence. <laughs> hey, Dad, why did you take us where there weren't crabs everywhere? It was a different time, boy. It's a it's a goddamn place, crab orchard, Nebraska. Crap. Holy shit. Population 48. <laughs> I never took <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. We had a great name. I don't know why it didn't take off. Sure. Uh, Sam Vueller, 51, Crab Orchard, blasting logs early Saturday morning, wondered why the delay in the explosion of a blast in one log and came near to find out the charge was going off. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Whether the charge Dave, was going off. What? 
Do it you, did. Do you know what is happening? Yes. <laughs> a guy was blowing up logs, as you do. Uh, that, sorry, I should be clear with my question. Uh, okay. Do you know why he's doing this? Well, he had explosives and he had logs. Got it. Okay. Just thank you. Uh, well, you know, people who aren't from Crab Orchard probably shouldn't, like, get so What are you doing? Crab Cutting orchard. them down? <laughs> How do you get the crabs out of the logs? Fair. Mm. Uh, so he came near to find out whether the charge was going off. It did. Vueler is at Spoiler. Dr. Bailey's sanatorium under the care of Dr. Charles Arnold. He suffered fracture. We're going to keep of... all that wood inside of him, too. <laughs> all the little pieces. All the little pieces. He suffered fracture of both bones of the right leg just below the knee when one portion of the log struck him. Hmm. That's not as bad as the other guy, but no. it sounds, they've written it like it's worse. Yeah, it yeah. does. Like the other the guy, I, th I think the other guy died. Yeah, the other <laughs> yeah. guy. <laughs> no, gangrene, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the other guy has wedge leg. <laughs> this guy just broke his leg. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, okay. Yeah, true. That is, <laughs> in an unbelievable twist, two bones in the man are gone, basically. Uh, here's, but why uh, is he exploding wood? I don't know why you would blow up wood. I have absolutely no idea why you would blow up wood. What's the benefit? We need. He, listen, here in Toothpick Valley, we work quick. I mean, maybe, maybe you cut down the trees and then you don't, like, you can't use all the wood, so you're blowing it up. No, that doesn't make sense. This is, like, I have by no the idea way, why well, I'll get ready because this you'll be tagged in tweets that are like. Yeah. Um, and the reason why you <laughs> blow up wood is because it's the fastest way to make kindling. <laughs> Just get ready. Listening to you three sit there talking about why do you explode wood from the inside ruined my afternoon. I was having a good day. And then three grown men, seemingly smart, had no clue about the wood explosion era of the 1930s? <laughs> Get ready. It was a competition in the Olympics. Good God. Yeah, we get a lot of that. We also get a lot of uh, corrections when we were just doing comedy, which is fun. Good God. Uh, I know you were having fun, but I would actually like to hear the real reason and spread the word of the great wood explosion era. <laughs> Strolling R. Oh, so they also do a thing in these old papers where they will explain to you something that's happening in another country that's clearly not something that's happening in another country. You know, like our news does now with North Korea. Strolling oh, arm in arm, bad behavior in China. <laughs> Bicycle riding, the motion picture, and arm in arm strolls are moral issues in several Chinese cities. Here, women are prohibited from riding bicycles. Well, okay, we did that, but. Uh, one district forbids film plays. Another censors close-up embraces on the screen. Well, yeah, we did all this. In Shanghai, couples who link arms while walking on the street face a $2 fine for Good. the first offense on a charge I'm for this, of by the way. Real or fake, I'm for this. Yeah, you're for, you don't want to see people walking no. arm in arm? They no, get in the I way. They, they yeah, can take up a whole They get in the way completely. Completely. Okay. When I go to the farmer's market... And there's a couple holding hands, or I'm sorry, I'll say it, someone holding a kid's hand. I'm like, look, you've, you've conflated two activities, and this is for getting 
good pro get out of the fucking way. Oh gosh, what a lovely stroll. Just come you on. Sound, you sound like a great neighbor and just a great guy to have around at a farmer's. I'm country. a pleasant I'm a pleasant man. But if you are clogging up the walkways because you need mm -hmm. to be like, I love you. I'm sorry, I'm opposed. Mm -hmm. I'm opposed. Okay, so I'm just gonna say you don't sound like a pleasant man. Well, you've really one eighty on me. I think I think people should link arms six across, walk down oh, I, I, slowly. That's, that's that's when I am going to take it as my legal right to start kicking hands. Yeah, I mean, I in a city like New York City, it should absolutely be illegal to walk three saying. across. Only mm -hmm. two across two. at the most. Two is two. fine. You're walking with a friend. No. It's fine. No, no you don't walk no. single file down a street like a weird. What are you, I'm baby say, ducks? I'm saying. I'm saying when you create the velvet rope with your hands, that's a problem for me. Mm. You can stand next to someone for sure. Yeah, and I agree. Three. Let's. You're pushing it. But this mm. hand holding also gives you this air of like, just take your time. What's the rush? It's like, well, some of us are in a rush. Yeah. You should be able to move behind your friend yes. or lover yes. quickly. Yes. Right? This is what I would pitch, log, <clears throat> like log ride seating for couples. You just walk behind and you can whisper hmm. and it's sort of like, you know, it's like an adult Bjorn. Hold hands that way. Put your hands yes. behind your back. Yeah. Backwards. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Backwards. Well, it's interesting. It's, 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 Stop pitching, It's Dave. interesting and very, very stupid. Bilal, are you married? Lee? Yeah. He just got married. I just got married not long ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. And he we celebrated this him. year. He yeah, celebrated this would... year by getting married and then watching his team lose the uh Dave. The cup. Your listeners don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like baseball. Yeah. <laughs> uh Mr. William Stein has improved so that last Saturday he was able to have three teeth pulled. I just... Uh, Wait, he what? Just, Sorry, uh, what was the start? He's improved. <laughs> Mr. William Stein has improved so that last Saturday he was able to have three teeth pulled. So he was so... not doing great before that. <laughs> and the good news is we can finally remove your teeth. You're like, awesome. It's awesome news. Thank God. He seems to be feeling quite a bit better since those teeth are out. We hope he keeps improving. Well, they didn't say that about the guys yeah. with the wood. There was no, no. let's hope they get yeah, better. No. Let's, hope, let's hope they can pull that guy's wood out. It's yeah, and that's more Dave. serious. Yeah, a little that's, bit that's more serious. CK. But... Um, yeah, also, how about some context as to what was going on with him prior? Why, you know what? what... The, the, these papers, you, you clearly have to read them you know, going back a year and keep up with all the business because they're not going to yeah. fill you in. What no, yeah. On, Mr. Stein. Wait, so yeah, they report knows. on the same people <laughs> yeah, every, yeah, every right. day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a series. It's like, yeah. hey, my story got picked up to article series. <laughs> uh, shotgun starts ancient clock after nine years. Now, I give this, if there's a front page headline... <laughs> this is it. It's page seven. This is like a, something you'd read in like the mummy credits. Be like, oh shit, what's going on here? Houston, Texas. Now we're already not obviously, surprised. Obviously, a grandfather. How do you how do y'all tell time in the big city with your apples? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. It's Four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> a grandfather clock rested for nine years in Charles Dalio's store until its venerable piece was disturbed by a load of buckshot square in its face from an, um, in quotes, unloaded gun exhibited by a visitor. This is whoa! (laughs) So terrifying. So there's a there's a there's a grandfather clock that doesn't work. Shopping with their gun. There's a person. Yeah, there's a grandfather clock that doesn't work. There's a guy shopping with his shotgun. Yeah, and that's supposed to be unloaded, and then he accidentally shoots the grandfather clock, and it starts working, and everybody's having fun. So that the, the story isn't that the clock started work. There's a man with right. a shotgun. That's the, and the yes. That's the story. You, <laughs> to, to you, Bilal, because you don't yeah. know what it's like to live in a country where people are. What do you mean I can't have pancakes with a rifle? What year is this? Like you're still allowed. I I always like that. Of all the crazy, whacked out bullshit in this country, the version where it's like. I'm not allowed to eat breakfast with my gun is like the craziest one. When you see pictures of people like, can we get a table for six? And you're like, everyone's like fully strapped. You're like, uh, okay, sure. How can I protect myself from other people like me if I don't have a gun? How am I going to let the waitress know I need raspberry syrup unless I have a shotgun? How did he, sorry about my camera going weird. It's amazing what's happening. I know, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) How did... If the grandfather... It's a grandfather clock, right? The one Mm -hmm. that wants to stand up. So it's standing up in the shop. It's not on the floor. How do you accidentally shoot it in the face? I would bet... I'm guessing... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I'm guessing he's got it over his shoulder. I don't think so. I think he's picking something up or putting something down and moving the shotgun from hand to hand or something like that. And then it's it goes just, off. This is this is not 1820. This is the 1930s. You're just a shotgun, shopping with a shotgun that's that you you thought was unloaded, but is loaded. How else are you going to go into Charles Dalio's store? And you Unarmed? can't just put it down. You can't just. I'm going to put that down while I antique a little bit. You're like, right? Well, yeah, you put it. Mean, it's going to be difficult to check out with my gun, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, there's more. Uh, then it started running again. Its face badly disfigured. You'd have to... It's a real shame you already made the Dick Cheney joke. Because this is yeah. just... Yeah. It could, just, it could work over and over. You'd run too if you were shot out. Was da- You'd run too if you were shot at was Dalio's only explanation. This, this might not have happened. Mm. I bet it happened. The quip is so, oh, my God, the clock's running. Well, you'd run, too, if someone was shooting at you. <laughs> it's like well, the Arnold Schwarzenegger line, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Are you surprised at what happened? Of course not. He was running. <laughs> <laughs> what should he do now? Now he runs. You, you killed three people in here. Well, I guess they're not running. Solution of the Lindberger baby kidnapping and murder may come as a result of the arrest in Chicago of Vern Sankey, former South Dakota ranchman 
who started on a career as a kidnapper two years ago. Oh, a nice career. I mean, <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to get into kidnapping. Oh, my God. I majored in that. And uh, it's, Look at it's this. great. They're hiring kidnappers. Huh? So what kind of uh, it's great. Have you done any kidnapping before? Is, uh, something I've been a cat into? burglar, but I've always wanted okay. to take humans. It's small ones. And, uh, and uh, will you see any differences between uh, taking cats and taking uh, like a baby? Well, I guess the first thing I'd point out to you is that cat burglars aren't actually stealing cats. It's the idea that we're as quiet as cats. That's what they call us that. Okay. Cat burglars are not necessarily just, you know, burglars who go into places and steal felines. You know that, right? Okay. You're interviewing people mm -hmm. for this job. You know that, right? Okay, so if you could just answer the question about the difference between stealing a cat and stealing a baby. Well, I mean, again, as a cat burglar, the main mm -hmm. thing I was dealing with was not cats, but I guess I'll answer the question because I do want the job. Um, the sure. difference is there's no claws in a baby, and I think that'll be a lot easier. But again, I would really instruct you or someone around you to talk about uh, what you know okay. and so how you, could, you know it. But you could steal a cat. I mean, that's one absolutely. Of the you could. I, it's not even so then, to say that I haven't stolen a cat. It's mm. just to be very clear that the root name of this occupation does not have anything to do with the idea that I, my business is sneaking into important museums or locations and taking cats. But if you were to take a cat? You're both nodding in a way, and then your follow-up questions are making me feel like I'm not getting through. Mm. The, I don't know the, why you're being so defensive. Yeah. I'm merely trying to let you two understand that while my job did have a nod to being uh, a cat... It was not. I was not stealing cats. Nobody, nobody ever came to me and said, "Hey, can you go get this tabby from this place?" Like, that just didn't happen. It was more There's like, being, "Hey, go get this fine piece of art. Be as quiet as a cat." Does being combative in interviews usually work for you? It. Hmm. It. I just. I'm one of these people who I have a line. I have a very clear line, and I just won't put up with with it. But I guess. Okay, let's go back. Um, yeah. I love to take cats. It's what I've always taken, and babies should be about the same. Hmm. Well, thank so you, you for actually think? To us. Yeah, thank you. But I just want to. Point I feel out like that. you guys aren't going to hire me because you're idiots. Well, wait. Uh, look. First of all, we are idiots. Who the fuck would tell a guy, "Hey, go get a cat"? That's just what. What are you? What? What are you talking about? So this was a trick question, and you shouldn't have answered it the way you did. People don't actually. <laughs> no, cat burgers now don't you're take just cats, doing the thing you where you're trying it. to. No, now you're just doing the thing where you're trying to seem smart at the end. And We're I'm the smart guy. Here. And look, I don't need this job as a kidnapper. But I'm leaving here, letting you two know you're dumb. I'm smart. Yeah. Well, good luck making all your money off of cat stealing. It's just not, God damn it. <laughs> this has been a very frustrating appointment. <laughs> That's not an appointment. It's an interview, but thanks for coming in. You fucking asshole. You're right, but I can admit it. <laughs> he readily admitted that he snatched Charles. Oh, so this is other. Now he's copying other kidnappings he's done. He readily admitted that he snatched Charles Bocher of Denver and Haskell Bone of St. Paul, but I denied any connection with the Lindbergh tragedy. I so like look, that. Look, I, I did Bocher. That. I did Bond. I didn't do the Lindbergh thing, okay? I like I that. take I babies. I kill them. I get money, but not. I didn't kill that one. Not the I Nazi I feel like guys, that's baby. true. I feel like that's true. I believe mm. this guy. However, the authorities are in possession of 
of various facts and clues, oh. and I would just like to say right now that clues is spelled C L E W S. Oh, it's adorable. Might be a <laughs> It is adorable. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like the guy added it in, and they were like, "Should we tell Don that?" No, I mean, he's he's writing in a paper. I know, but just whatever. However, the authorities are in possession of various facts and clues which they believe may link him with that case. Hmm. Okay, uh, and, and two, uh, we don't need to, two, we don't need to hear any more. Two Illinoisians, Frank Souter and Gail Swolley, were taken to the Joliet Penitentiary to begin serving life sentences for the kidnapping of James Hackett of Blue Island. So there's just a hmm. rash of baby kidnappings. This is a separate article. That's just a set that was connected right. to it. But right. yeah, we got a lot of baby segways, baby snatch, mm. baby snatches. Is Speaking of baby taking, another couple. Uh, oh, these are okay. Composer phones editor, and then kills himself. Oh. <laughs> Hello, is this uh, is this John John Smith? Is the editor? Yeah, that's right. What do you got a complaint? <laughs> Hello. Oh boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gather that this was a suicide. Oh no, the city. Oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> shot my eye. I'm faceless. The city editor of a Los Angeles newspaper endeavored to talk Jack McDonald. Wire songwriter out of his telephone declaration of intent to commit suicide, but failed by only a few seconds. What? How do you know it was by a few seconds? Yeah. Hey, that's what, were the police scary. entering? There's but, no way. Okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They're just trying to make it, it sound exciting. Yeah, <laughs> well, they like, are. Yeah, yeah. And, well, it's like when the hostage negotiator, like, keep him on the line, we can trace the call. Yeah. Yeah. This is Jack McGuire at sixteen twenty four West fifty sixth Street," said the voice at the other end of the line. Okay, so he told him. So the other and then the other guy's like, response was, "All right, cool. I don't need your address, dude." Uh, I just called to tell you I'm going to bump myself off. Mm-hmm. The editor, muffling his phone, instructed a reporter to call police, and then tried to argue McGuire into postponing his act. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not going to do that at all. Yes, that doesn't make any sense for you. It you makes not? complete sense. Nothing has ever made less sense. You're not going to do that because I don't think you can. Oh, the hell I can't. I can you do can't. it. I can Listen to me. I can do it listen right to now. me. Listen. No, there's no way. I'm not going to I'm not going to take I'm not Listen, it's just not happening. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> The editor, buffling the phone, instructed a reporter to call police, then tried to argue him into postponing his act. It's no use, McGuire said. I've had a lot of trouble. My wife left me recently. It's actually of a lot the... of use. Now your wife's great to you. <laughs> took the baby with her. It's the depression. Maybe this publicity will put across some of my songs and she can have the money. Nobody's going to listen to oh. your music if you do this. So he's doing See, I he's... thought it was going to be that he called the editor because of a bad review. Damn. Yeah, no, well, it's just, he's randomly himself. calling, he's just randomly well, he's, calling an editor. It, it's very strange to, to have that level of thinking, like, to be like, yeah. I'm going to Nick Drake, please. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to Nick Drake like, this one. 
Uh, all right, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to off myself, but then talk about my music? Well, you won't know mm. about it. Oh. It's like the film, it's like the Will Smith film Seven Pounds. Have you seen it? Uh, it's very it's seven really pounds, bad. Actually. Yeah, it's yeah, very he seven kills pounds. himself at the start, and it's because I have a plan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, I've thought a lot of times about the idea that I fake my death just to see if, like, my followers go up a lot. And then I'll be like, mm. hey, guess what? I'm not <laughs> dead. And now I'm verified. So are you doing this? You're doing this just for social media purposes? It's a sad little world I live in, and it's a bubble that's pathetic. Mm. Yeah. The receiver clicked. Yeah, Yeah, just to see the YouTube comments like, man, I wish I knew about this guy when he was alive. And I'll be like, that's cool. Oh, you do. That was was cool to read. Um, The receiver clicked. As police broke into McGuire's room, he fired a bullet into his head. Oh. No, you won't. Okay. That so it wasn't sad. really seconds. What He would have done it regardless of when the police arrived. Right? Yeah. So. I think that's true. Yeah. He heard the door yeah. open and he was like, gotta go now. But it sounds exciting. Yeah. Sound yeah. There wasn't like a clock on the wall where he was like, oh boy, I hope they don't break in. I gotta last another 30 seconds to get that pension. Okay. This is a great idea. One writer says that it would be a good move to place a death sign on the radiator of every car of a reckless drive who kills or maims a person in an accident. That's a great idea. Scarlet letter. That's a great idea. Why why not just have that on the car? I killed someone and it's just on the... (laughs) Why not? Imagine trying to sell that car. Say, yeah, it's pretty good. So, like I said, I just got uh, a lot of the a lot of the new parts are, are new and fresh. Uh, well, it's now, got the walk... it's got the sign in front that says I killed someone. Yeah, yeah. There's a sign in front that says I killed someone. Uh, the interior. Um, mo- the, uh, look, I'm willing to talk about replacing this seat because there's obviously a couple fabric tears in there. I'm actually. Um, I got to be the, honest. The car's great. Yeah. I'm more concerned. It's a about great the car. Sign. It runs, and I, let me tell you, talk about point A to point B comfortability. This car gets you there, no problem. Sometimes you'll zone out a little. It's a little too comfortable in ways, but uh, but um, yeah. So I'm looking for I'm looking for like, 1800. Just I cause it don't is new. want it. At all, it's terrifying. What's the matter? You're with the terrifying. Vehicle? Well, the, the sign in front that says "I kill people" is oh, I killed two kids. Yeah, that's, yeah. look, it's, it's unfortunate. Wait, kids? But yeah, it doesn't say that. I always forget what it says. No, it just young. says "I killed someone." They were playing, yeah, and I, I was sitting back and I was going, "Ooh, wee, is this a fun vehicle to drive?" And next thing you know, I heard two baby splatters. That's that's how that goes. But uh, I got to tell you, the baby back splatters. seat is. The, yeah, yeah, the, exactly. The back seat is deceptively big. I don't, I mean, I don't just, know what a... Why don't you I lay down honest, back I, there? Talk, you want to go neck with a I woman at the... I don't know what a baby splatter sounds like. Well, it sounds like... You ever thrown a watermelon at the, the wall? No. Oh, well. Brother, you ain't lived. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's buying my car. It would be a severe measure, but would keep constantly in view the fact that such a driver is dangerous. The reckless driver is irresponsible, incompetent, or congenially careless. 
They drive with defective lights, brakes, or steering gears. They cut in and around oncoming cars and receive a thrill in doing so. The... I mean, that's subjective. Yeah. Yeah, that is subjective. That's completely subjective. I don't think you're allowed to say that for sure. Gets their dick hard. <laughs> the... Pa- they, pa- they pass on hills and curves and appear to thrive on violating every rule of safe driving. They are responsible for a large percent of the 30,000 killed and hundreds of thousands maimed every year. Their cars should be decorated with the death emblem. Otherwise, they look just like the long line of cars that are safely driven. It might make some reckless drivers think if they are capable mm. of such a thing. So this guy got cut off today, right? Yeah. Yeah, or or somebody knows was killed by a car, you know, and then he sees them like it's it's a little like you know when you go through neighborhoods and the people are putting their own signs up now because of ways that it's like slow down. Oh yeah, we have this all over our neighborhood, but yeah. no one drives fast here, so it doesn't it confuses me. But yeah, well because the signs, buddy, they're working. Uh, so you only get the thing if you kill someone. So you could drive really dangerously all the time, but not actually kill someone. Yeah, and it's also if yeah. like you, you paralyze someone, you're like, "Whew, thought I was gonna get that skull and crossbones." <laughs> Maybe they have a paralyzed one, like a guy laying down. Mm. Well, it said killed or maimed. I mean, he wasn't clear. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, he didn't have a clear what, plan. Well, then you're getting in that gray maim area. Yeah, what's what the maim? Ma- what? What's yeah, a what's a maim? Mm. Is yeah. a finger you're play- enough? You're, you're playing right. the maim game. I just won't do that. Okay, last story. Do you want a uh, horse story or a cobra story? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't know. We've had a horse. Yeah. So. I I think it would only be fair, right, to go cobra, right? <laughs> All right. I think you picked the sad one. Oh. <laughs> this, you cobra should, killing. You, you should be in charge of this. Cobra killing dog finally loses life. Ah, oh, you prick. This is a dog story. <laughs> I say it's a cobra story. It's a cobra story because that's the guy that's still standing. Uh, not anymore. All right, so the cobra bit the dog. Where is this? Hyderabad, Hyderabad India. Uh, I was gonna say, like, what are they just like? Do we? I, yeah, okay. A dog named Jill. I Common just, uh, Indian I, dog name for sure. <laughs> I, really, I really have to question this story. Already. I feel like, yeah, I was going to say. I so, like so it's like, a dog. I, I mean, can't pronounce maybe, that. Maybe... Jill. <laughs> I mean, Jill probably means something else, I would assume. Sure. Uh, but a dog named Jill, which became renowned in this region for killing 30 cobras and nearly 100 other snakes. What? So this is a, this is a genocidal dog. Cobra killing dog. This is like a G.I. A... Joe dog. Well, this is a genocidal maniac if you're a snake. Yeah, but if you're if you're a person who doesn't want to get venomed by cobras, this dog's a hero. What if you're just a cobra cruising around in the hills and all of a sudden this dog is <laughs> Only you. you can take the cobra argument. <laughs> <laughs> she encountered the snake at dusk and after a long battle brought it to her master's feet only to fall dead from a bite in the neck. Jill's puppies, Jill's puppies will carry on the wars as she oh. taught them how to fight cobras. This is like she's a bad. This is like kill Jill. I just ended on a rough note, huh? Do you want to do the horse one? Yeah, it's not great. Maybe <laughs> okay. to note right. to the editor, 
put this earlier and end on a real nice bang. Mm. I gave you the choice, and you picked Cobra. What's the horse story? Okay. Police horse nabs man outrunning cop. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago mounted policeman Carl Piddle tells his horse Napoleon all about it. Recently, he said, what the fuck? Why do you have to set up the story? Just say the story. <laughs> see that man. 20 years away. earlier. Recently, he said, see that man sneaking away from the store with the broken window, Napoleon? Let's you and I swing down and see if he's carrying a gun. Okay, this didn't. So the, no way so the actual headline should be, deluded cop thinks horse <laughs> understands him. <laughs> Piddle jumped to the ground beside the suspect. The latter a man named John Moreland, began to run. Piddle pursued him on foot. Well, not on foot, hoof. Losing, oh no, I guess he pursued on foot, yeah. Losing ground, he looked about for Napoleon, but the horse was not in sight. Piddle continued running. In an alley, he saw Napoleon. He had found the horse had overtaken the suspect and had pinned him against the wall by leaning against him. Welcome to, this never happened. Yes. This never he happened. just wants a special military burial for his horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a Gary Owen on his hand. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And the horse had searched the suspects and found a firearm. Yeah. And heroin. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you have the right to remain silent. And the horse said, I already read those. Well, I mean, that's it. Whew. A little more heat than the Cobra end. Hmm. I mean, yeah, we all are yeah, still, we... like, picking up the pieces from Kill Jill. Yeah, but Jill's Jill... puppies are out there yeah. killing yeah. baby snakes now. So. It goes on. Yeah. It, go, the, it goes mm. on. She did, she did what she needed. She could have also been, they didn't say how old she was. She could have been really old, like, it was time to go. Maybe she slowed yeah. down a little bit, you know? That's why they covered Yeah, she her. did. That was the venom. Hey, we're back. Uh, Bilal, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, really appreciate it. Um... Anything else you want to say? Your, uh, good luck with the next football season. Oh, Dave. Did you say what your, your, he's, your he's store is called? He's a football manager. My, sorry? His your, store your in Bristol, cake, your, your cake. cake store? Oh, it's called Zaffer Cakes. Um, yeah. But so that that's a, that's a free uh, special you can watch on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and, and then you do stuff on Twitch, too. Your Twitch is Zafar Cakes. Your Twitter is yeah. Zafar Cakes. Yeah. Your, yeah, your Twitch is great. Is Bilal if, if, uh, Zafar comedy. Yeah. I don't, I've yeah. never really watched. I've never really watched Twitch. I've never really checked it out. It's it's a weird thing. People stream video games. Why would you want to watch them? Is that what you, you stream, do? Uh, he streams. <clears throat> sort of. Yeah, he streams uh, football yeah. manager. Oh, but okay. I do it as a. I do it as a character. Your, like a, your commentary. Uh, yeah, I like that. Like uh, the manager of the football club. Right. Yes, soccer. Soccer. I'm talking about. Oh, no, um, I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry about my camera. So, yeah, I do... Uh, it's more It's more improvised comedy stuff, sort of, uh, than just me playing. But, yeah, Twitch well, is a weird one. It's hard to explain to people. But, yeah, I'm doing all sorts of stuff if people want to find me on social media. But, yeah. The Far Cakes. Yes, yeah. thank you for joining us. And, uh, and Dave, uh, go screw yourself. Thanks a lot, buddy. Ah, uh, weird. Yeah, all right. Wrap it up. Stop recording. Some of these days You'll miss me, honey Some of these days 
Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there.